2: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen. The football season is winding down, and so is the Y9. But it's still high energy with the Gov! All right, so last week in divisional round,
2: it was a solid round of football. Some people said it was boring. We actually had a few comments about that on Monday. Clearly the four best teams won the games, though. Who was the biggest winner individually last weekend?
1: I'm going to have two. One's a little off the board. Uh, one, on The main one is Joe Burrow. I just think he's proven that he is, if not the best, the second-best quarterback in the National Football League. And the other off the board, Greg Olson. I thought he came across
3: great as a uh, major uh, color analyst over the weekend. I thought he did a, a, a terrific job as well. And, my, and mine, the biggest winner, is Joe Burrow. It—, it In that weather, it looked like it wasn't snowing where he was standing because (laughs) he was able to deliver the ball with accuracy, with efficiency. He operated extremely well. He was lucky at times where you know he he was able to slip some things out because it was slippery. Uh, But I think you know you watch him operate: two touchdowns, no interceptions, twenty-three of thirty-six. It was it was a surgical game. In, a, in, a, in an environment that wasn't. And now he is going to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs again. He has been the the chief killer over the past couple of years. And if he wins a Super Bowl, look out. Look out. All
2: right. On the flip side, there was a lot of uh, heavily criticized individuals that lost their games last weekend. Who's the biggest individual loser from last week?
3: Well, I got to go with Jerry Jones. Um, <laughs> and, and the fact that, you know, he – I don't know how long Jerry... I mean, Jerry Jones is still in good health. I'm not saying anything. But as long as Dak Prescott is his quarterback, you go back to the last Super Bowl, which was, what, 95 Mm -hmm. that they had. There's no one... There's not going to be a Super Bowl in sight as long as Dak Prescott is your quarterback. You've got to find a way to get around that contract. Rid yourself of Dak Prescott. Move on. And until he does that... Jerry Jones is going to be, it's going to be trying to always fighting for that next championship, and it's not going to happen.
1: Well, my answer goes along with what you said: is Dak. Yep. I mean, he had a chance after his really good game in uh, against Tampa on Monday night. Last Monday night, comes in and uh, two bad interceptions. He just cannot get it done when the lights are brightest. Yep.
2: All right, two good ones, and I just honorary mention. I think the Josh Allen. Yes. You know, yeah. a narrative is starting to be written that he can't do what Mahomes and Burrow do. All right, you mentioned the Cowboys. They won their second most regular season games over the past two years, just trailing the Chiefs. Mike McCarthy joins three Super Bowl-winning Dallas coaches having back-to-back 12-win seasons. Should Jerry Jones bring back McCarthy, or should they at least explore hiring his boy, Sean Payton?
1: Uh, I wouldn't give up any capital. The, The Cowboys have been drafting well. I keep McCarthy. I do not think he is the problem. The problem, as we just said,
3: is more Dak Prescott than anything else. Uh, it's it's funny you say more Dak Prescott, because I think Kellen Moore is a key that they need to keep offensively. They're offensive coordinator. I think you got to be able to to continue. Mike McCarthy, again, like you said, it's not the problem. The problem is Dak Prescott. You give Kellen Moore a better, a more reliable quarterback to work with, I think he'll be dynamic. And Mike McCarthy has the experience, knows what it takes to get to and win a Super Bowl. Is it is it possible that Kellen Moore could be a problem? I don't I,
2: – no. Okay. no. Here's he's not why – let me circle back to McCarthy, though. People like to put disciplinary issues on head coaches. That was an undisciplined performance around the, the the whole team. Now, Dak led the way with that. But the Dalton Schultz nonsense, I mean, you just don't see that very often. That guy, he could have got his feet in so easy.
3: Yeah. And, and it, does it, that some-
2: fall on the coach?
3: Eh, I don't know. Um, if it if it's a repeated offense over the course of a season, yes. Back-to-back yes. back plays. Moment, okay. But it's 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 in the moment as well. That's a player that lost focus, and that's not always on the coach. All right. The Giants were one of the surprise
2: teams of the season. Now they face an offseason where Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley are both free agents. Should the Giants bring them both back? Just Jones? Just Barkley? Or neither?
3: Uh, I mean, I think if they can bring them both back, that's great. The number one focus for them has to be Daniel Jones. I I bring him back. Uh, I don't break the bank for him, but I find a way to bring him back. And Saquon Barkley... Again, everybody knows how I feel about second contracts for running backs. You've got an expiration date. He has been very injured throughout the course of his career. When he plays, there's no question he's one of the better running backs in the NFL, but you can't rely on him. I'm not going to spend that much money. I'm not going to take up cap room for Saquon Barkley. Uh, I agree. I to bring back Daniel Jones.
1: Daniel Jones was good this year. Not great. Right. No, but, he's good. But you know what? He was good. Barkley. Very good, but he's a running back, and you don't want to get into any type of cap problems. And if you bring back, if you don't bring back Daniel Jones, who the hell is your quarterback going to be? you Are going to start all over and draft
3: one, and they don't even have a high first-round pick? And I'll go to Brad Holmes. It's a lot easier to get worse at that position yes. than it is to get better.
2: I'll say this, though, about Danny Jones. Do you really think he can get you there? And my answer is no,
3: and it goes along the lines of Dak and even Kyler Murray. Right, but I, so I don't... I mean, if they pay him, Dak Prescott They're money? Not gonna. The, no, right. So
1: you're gonna get what you pay for, right? So if you don't bring Daniel Jones back, when are you gonna sign Derek Carr or something like that? I mean,
2: well, I think Derek Carr is better, and I don't think Daniel Jones can do what even Jared Goff does, and there's a question mark here with him. So right. All right. Anyways, moving along. Boomer Esiason said on the CBS post game show on Sunday that Joe Burrow might be the first $500 million man in the NFL. Should Burrow get that kind of money?
1: And the cap's going up. It's, it'll be a percentage that prob- of the of the team's salary cap that probably won't be that much different than it is now. Absolutely. Pay Joe if that's what he wants. He's going to be the, the quarterback of this league, the face of the league, in the next decade.
3: Yeah. If you're the face of the league, you're the face of that franchise. I mean, from the moment he was drafted, we all know about his roots in Ohio. We heard his Heisman speech. He is the face of that franchise. The fans love him. That organization loves him. He can go out there and win a lot of games. Now, he's going to need to go out there and win a Super Bowl, but then it comes down to okay, 500 million dollars. All right, he may be a 500 million dollar man how over how many years? We saw uh Patrick Mahomes is $450 million over 10 years. We see what he means to that community. He's a part of the, the ownership of the Royals. The next thing we'll probably hear is he buys a pickleball team.
1: He's, he's, <laughs> he's actually he's, uh, one
3: of the women's soccer team. Right, yeah. He's I on, mean that's, that too. That's, that's what Patrick Mahomes is to Cincinnati. I mean, sorry, Joe Burrow is to Cincinnati. Right, I'm a big proponent
2: of the Lions looking to trade gi- draft capital for proven NFL talent on teams that are in bad cap situations. Give me three players that fit in that category that you'd like to see the Lions target.
3: All right, so out of the three, got to figure they're only going to go or be able to get one. So I've got one position with two players, a guy that we've talked about, two guys, uh, Jalen Ramsey and Lattimore down in, um, in, in with, with the, the Saints. Royals. Both of those teams are in salary cap hell. The other one is a complete long shot. And it's a team that is in salary cap, not hell, but they they need to work the numbers. He hasn't gotten to his second contract yet, but that's Quinnen Williams. you got to make that phone call, explore, and he's a guy you might give up both number six and number 18 for.
1: All right. Uh, I got... Two of the ones we, we've talked about yesterday, Lattimore, obviously. Now, yeah. Lattimore, $22 million against the cap the next two years. He's 27 years old. Denzel Ward, a, a, a caller brought this up yesterday, and it makes sense. He's $23 million next year, $21 million a year but for, against the cap. And here's the other one. Uh, $15 million and $18 million the next two years. He's still a young enough man. Vita Veya. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Interesting.
2: Two things on that quick. Num- You're Quinnen Williams. Aaron Rodgers has been linked to the Jets. He could be part of that deal. Let me just throw a name in. I just want a yes or a no. 18th pick for Derrick Henry. No. No. Okay. Let's go to Lions Fantasyland in terms of the draft and possibly drafting a QB. This is death not an option. You have to pick one of these scenarios. The Lions draft Will Levis at 6. The Lions draft Anthony Richardson at 18. Or the Lions draft John's boy Stanford's Tanner McKee at 56. Who are you taking and why?
1: Uh, I'm taking Tanner McKee uh, because I don't think, in my mind, now Kuiper has a mock draft, his first coming out later today. Uh, people love Will Levis. I get it. I don't. Anthony Richardson, to me, it's too much of a crapshoot at 18. Tanner McKee, if it doesn't work, it's at 56. I think you need defense with your first two picks, so I would say McKee.
3: I, I would say McKee as well at 56. I'm, I'm willing to go defense. Uh, or playmakers, some instant impact guys early on. Tanner McKee is a guy that is going to take time to develop. He's 6'6". He's got a big arm, was put in in compromising positions at Stanford, not well protected, and I like the fact that he is at 6'6", still a mobile guy, but I like all of the intangibles in regards to the the arm strength, the accuracy, what I see from him, and I'm fine with giving him Two years to sit behind Jared Goff before we actually see what he can do. All right, the Eagles host the 49ers on
2: Sunday. The Eagles certainly have the better quarterback in Jalen Hurts, and the 49ers, I believe, have the better coach in Kyle Shanahan. Would you rather have the better QB or the better coach in a winner take all game to reach the Super Bowl?
3: I want boots on the ground. Give me that quarterback in a game like this. The quarterback can go out there, and hey, we always talk about this kind of a a side joke from players you got to overcome coaching. Good players can overcome coaching, and it's the leader on the field. It's the guy under center who can make some of those adjustments, put you in the right play at the right time because they're seeing what's going on. Now, is Jalen Hurts experienced enough to do that? I, we'll find out, but I, it's Sirianni's not a bad coach either, so I, I'll take the quarterback in this situation.
1: Absolutely. It's the, it's the quarterback, and you know, no shade towards Brock Purdy. I'd rather have Jalen Hurts 99 out of 100 times. And, yes, Kyle Shanahan's a pretty good coach, real good coach. Sirianni, the jury's still out yet. He has a chance to be really, really good. It's not that much of a discrepancy, in my opinion. Give me the quarterback. Andy Reid is viewed as the
2: best coach in the NFL right now. He now has the second most playoff wins all time. However... He has just one Super Bowl ring as a head coach. He's one and two in Super Bowls and three and six in conference championship games. Is Andy Reid the Tom Izzo of the NFL? And does he need another ring much like Izzo to secure his place among NFL coaching greats?
1: Well, if you want to be on the quote-unquote Mount Rushmore of NFL greats, yeah, he probably does. I mean, because, look, Belichick has what he has. Bill Walsh, Joe Gibbs has three. Only one. He wouldn't be on that if he gets two he could be in that conversation.
3: Yeah, and so getting there with Philly, he didn't um, he had, you know, a good quarterback in Donovan McNabb, but it wasn't Patrick Mahomes. If you're talking about the Mount Rushmore of NFL football head coaches, I don't know that he gets there with just two. He's going to need a few more, but just like Belichick did in with New England and Tom Brady, if you only end up with one with Patrick Mahomes, that becomes a bigger issue. It's it it the tools that he has right now at his disposal are some of the best to I'm not going to say the best to ever play but amongst the best. And we mentioned Joe Gibbs, he won him with three different quarterbacks. Yep. Well, and here's the thing about Andy Reid. He's gotten to the Super Bowl with two different teams. Correct. That's true. And that is the
1: wide 9 97-1 the ticket.